Yo, now you gonna stone me from the top? Listen, shout out Harlem, man. Shout out ASAP Rocky, man. Aug in the building, man. What's good? Is that potato salad? Yo, listen. Niggas give me the cold shoulder. I can speak for myself. So I keep a hot waist and alligator the belt. Ain't got a belt with the holster. I ain't playing games, but got some little niggas who would do it. So I pass the controller. You can press the next out. Triangle your nose. Pause your life if you squares. Try to mess with my O's. Whoa. So cut the crap like shit, barbers. Cause we really with the beef like cars of the gay fathers. Nigga, we get dollars. Give them the bin baller. Exchange. For them chains I saw shiny with thick water I got back pains What's up everyone, this is Gio with another episode of the podcast If you don't know, this is a Smoker from the Sidelines edition Where me and my boy Kenny What's up, what's up? We go down and we run out the latest UFC or MMA stuff that's been going on This week, well today, we're going to talk about UFC 254 What's next for the big winners And then we're also going to touch on the new card that's coming up this weekend Uriah Hall versus the Spider Silva Shit what do you got to say about this last weekend, bro? How'd you, or how, how, how you doing, my guy? How you doing? It's been a while since we've done this uh, shit, smoking from the sidelines shit. Yeah, it's been a few weeks, few or a month or I don't, I don't know. I don't remember the last time we were yeah, me neither. sat Fuck. down here and broke down fights. But yeah. shit, um, I'm good, man. Good, oh, good. Yeah. Dealing with the car issues as it goes and shit, unfortunately. Uh, dude, I got the worst fucking luck with cars. You know, every car I buy, it's like, I mean... It's understandable. You're buying a car on the street, you yeah. know, some shit's going to be wrong with it. Eventually and shit. But it's always some major shit, you know. I've always keep up with the maintenance and and all that and all that good shit, you know, and it's just always something major. Like today my radiator just gave out. Oh. Um, you know, it's like how am I supposed to know my radiator is going to go out, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like fuck. So when the guy told me that on the phone, I'm like, "How much money am I going to owe you?" you know, and $500 later like uh, I mean, I need to be back on the road, so fuck it. Well, fuck. Talking about five hundred dollars, I hope I'm. I mean, I know someone lost five hundred dollars on a uh, betting on Justin Gaethje this weekend. Cause, I mean, if if like me, you would have thought Gaethje would have won this weekend. Honestly, I thought he had a chance. I really, really thought. Like you know, when like someone's undefeated, and you're just like, you know what? I think this person has a chance. He can fucking win and and show everybody what's up. And then the person that's like undefeated shows you why they're undefeated you know and they're like just he put a bow on top of his career with that win honestly and i was like in my head i was like man if he finishes gaethje early i'll be pretty impressed because i'm like i think the first rounds would be where gaethje would be the most energy you know able to get out of some scrambles and shit but man what'd you think of the performance this weekend by habib um from habib uh, it wasn't like a 10 out of 10 like holy shit he smoked them you know I think it was more like an 8 out of 10. It, it was a damn good performance, but I still think that... I, I felt like he was trying to prove that he can strike. Mm-hmm. You know, it's The whole like, first round. Yeah, shit. like, why are you standing with Gaethje? But I think Gaethje uh, was kind of scared, you know? Like, I think it, when it came down to, like, actually facing him ready to fight, it was like, oh, shit. Like, he's, he's actually this dominant guy that everyone talks about you know like yeah. oh shit and then once he g- grabbed him i knew i was like oh dude he like it looked like a man on a, a child type of thing <laughs> yeah, like dude yeah. like that the strength comparison was just way off the charts you know like um the transition to the back mount i mean he took his back and put him into um i think he tried to mount a triangle but instead just went for the arm bar yeah 
And it was just, you can tell he was just cranking, ready to, I mean, Gaethje was defending well. He held, he held his bicep, you know. End of the first round, right? Yeah, end of the first round. Um, He held his bicep, he was defending well. But I think just strength overall, if he was really kind of trugged or tug on the arm, I think he would have pulled it got it. And then Gaethje, he's not going to tap to that. I think he's just going to let his arm snap. Oh my God, man. That would have been so insane. I feel like. I mean, a part of me now going back and like listening to Habib saying that like he didn't want to hurt him and like didn't want to break his arm. That's that why shit's he crazy. That. Yeah, you know that. that at the, I was at a loss for words when I heard that. I was like, wow, to really have that in, while you're fighting to have that consideration. Like, you know what? It was because his parents were there. Yeah. That's what he said. I didn't want to hurt him in front of his parents. Yeah. So I'm like, damn, to have that kind of mentality and still go out there and whip ass yeah. is like, that's. That's crazy. That's and why to also adjust your attack to like be like, all right, well, I'm not gonna hurt you this way. I'm just gonna finish you this way, you know, in like a different way, and also like to set it up that quickly, you know, like his his uh, intelligence when it came like his IQ when it comes to grappling is just like above par. Well, the second round, I mean, it was like I said, it was just like man strength, like he had old man strength. Mm-hmm. That's what it looked like. I mean, and he was quick. Took him down. I mean, transition to the back mount. I mean, and he had scrambles. I mean, Justin was moving around. I mean, he just didn't get out of it. Um, he I, he had no jujitsu. I know, Honestly, bro. I was like, wow. I mean, he grabbed the like. How many times do we see a mounted triangle? Mm-hmm. Like, dude, that's like uh, that's like a position that can be easily like reversed. You yeah, because like most of your weights on the upper, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, like it's not things. too common that we see a mounted triangle and and um. We've seen the sweep, but he already locked it up, and Justin tried to slam him. He grabbed his leg, hooked it, hooked him down, and just yeah. Obvi- I mean, J- Jason Herzog let him let him die in there. Oh my but god, bro! He, <laughs> dude, almost he clearly tapped, and I'm like, oh, maybe it was just a bad angle. And then I look again, and I'm like, dude, you're standing right in front of G- Justin, and you just let him go to sleep. Like that shit, that shit was sad. Just it's for you right here, um. Dude, honestly, one of the craziest things about this weekend, like his performance was just like the retirement for one. Just him retiring for one. Did you expect that? Not one bit. Dude, I did not expect it just because of the whole fact, the 30 and 0 thing. And I was like, man, he's really going to want to go out, win this, and then come back for that 30 and 0 to like make his. I mean, his dad said that he wanted to do that for him, right? Like originally, like. I think that was his dad's plan was yeah. to go 30 and 0. So for him to like just switch it up and to say like his mom was the reason why he was like not going through with it, I was like, wow, that's that's really fucking, um, that's a noble thing for him to do, and I actually took him by his word for the same reason. Oh, like, for sure. He's talking about his mom and that, shit, you know? That's, that's a guy that whatever he says, he means, you know, and there's not, there's no second guessing it, there's no, oh, what if he meant this? No, what he says literally is what he means, you know, so, yeah. uh, I had, I had no doubt in my mind when he said, um, and he was instantly just like eager to rip off the, the tape on his gloves, and and even John Anik was like, oh, I see you're, you know, you're taking off your gloves. And he didn't say nothing. He threw his gloves down. And it was, yeah, that was my last fight. An octagon. <laughs> you know, um, damn. I mean, what a career from Habib. 13-0. Uh, four th- or three title defenses, right? Or four? Uh, I think it's three because yeah. he, Connor, Poye, and then now Gaethje. Okay. And yeah. then just the four wins. So, um. So uh, let's see. Let's just end like this. Well, not end like this, but I also wanted to put this in. I don't know if I should put it in right now, but fuck it. I already fucking interrupted and shit. <laughs> Might as well. Spit um, it out. I was going to say, so like uh, 
the whole goat thing conversation came up this weekend, right? Right. Yeah. Um, of course, uh, after every title fight, it's always like, well, he's yep. the goat. He's yeah, yeah. And so Habib was put into the pound for pound ranking. He's number one. And John came out, and John had a lot to say about that. I've seen that. Um, and then I seen Cormier make a pretty good point about Habib, saying how like, like GSP had like only four fights before he got the title shot. And then after that, it was just all title defenses and shit like that. And title fights, pretty much. And um, Khabib, Khabib had nine fights before he had the actual, like, title fight and was able to actually get a chance at the belt. And I think even John had, like, only, like, four fights in the UFC, too. So they, like, got super rushed to the title, you know what I mean? And, like, he didn't. And so I'm like, well, I, like I don't know if I should give that as a downfall or, like, something that, like, Khabib still did the work, you know what I mean? You got to look at the division, the lightweight division has always been right. the you hear it from everybody is the craziest, most stacked division. Lightweight is fucking stacked. You got some big motherfuckers in there that cut a lot of weight to get to 155. Or you just got some really good like 155 is like the ideal weight if you think about it. Because that's like you can be six foot and cut down to 155, or you can be five ten and be just nice and stocky, you know. Uh, you can be like a, a Poirier, or you can be like um, who cuts a lot. Felder. Well, yeah, honestly, Felder. Like boy, no, yeah, Felder. A lot of like, if you look too. at Felder, Felder's like six foot. He's like a one seventy. I mean, he says it himself. One one fifty five fucking kills him. He mm-hmm. hates it. But that's ideal because that's like, like perfect build to be, you know, in that division and shit, bro. Yeah, honestly, that's so. My my fault. No, no, no. Off, but so yeah, back at the division of two hundred five. Two hundred five yep. has always been struggling. You know, like there's there's champs. Champs come and go because the, yeah, it's almost it's like heavyweights, you know, it's like one punch can. So John was just able to capitalize on a weak division. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's that true. essentially that's why people regard him as the goat because he has so many defenses, mm-hmm. but he took a uh, advantage of a, a weak division. Yeah, especially with like a weaker, I I, I should say. Yeah, because at the I feel like he did get in at a point where he could like he did beat a bunch of legends, but I also felt like the legends weren't at their best times when he fought them you know what i mean and a lot of the defenses i was like uh, like it was good like they were good people but like they're not like so much you were in a fucking killer's division and you were like murking every single one of them you know what i mean like i would say even though habib doesn't have like the biggest names on his like his uh resume he does have some pretty impressive wins and especially considering like what he's done in his last three fights, if like he finished all three people in his championship defenses, and before that he had had some decisions, right? Like some things that kind of made people questionable, especially like him winning the belt, it being a decision that he fucking got against uh, Ali Kinsa. So like it made me think like, oh man, he, he, I still think he's a fucking beast because just like after this performance, I thought he was good, man. Like I thought he was good, but this one made me be like, damn, like he really puts such an intense pressure on people that like it. It, like Gaethje looked so flustered, like in there, you know what I mean? Like moving yeah, around. He like, was not, at least not on uh, on the, on the night. He was not on his level, like not nowhere near. It, it was almost like, why is Gaethje getting a title shot? That's yeah. how bad he looked, you know, or just how tentative. Uh, I seen two judges gave the first round to, to, to Justin, so that was kind of like, whoa, maybe on volume, but they were exactly matched for strikes. Um, so I'm like, well. It just didn't make sense to me. You it was know, weird too, especially the takedown too. The judges the aren't gonna, yeah, yeah, especially you know, like judges aren't gonna be like, oh, well, what are the numbers? 
You know what I'm saying? They're going to yeah. be like what their eyes show them. And they're like, you know what? It was, it was a close round and it came down to that takedown. So, I mean, that's how one of the judge probably seen it. You know, that's why he gave him that 10, that 10 in that round. But for two other judges to give it to Justin, I was like, wow, maybe, you know, the octagon control. I mean, that's last on their, on their criteria, you know? Um, he was a little bit more accurate with his strikes because he wasn't really throwing shit. I'm like, dude, I have me kind of frustrated. I'm like, okay, the late kicks are, are kind of working because uh, Habib's not trying to check him, and he literally kind of caught him off balance, but he wasn't throwing anything with the kicks. Yeah. And if he was, they were like loopy, stupid-looking punches, yeah. and I'm like, wow, dude. I'm like, he's the nerves got to him in there. Yeah, for sure. It didn't even look like he wanted to like get close or anything. What happened? You, you didn't find her? You were you were gone. You were uh, caught astray. Look, you wanted my phone. There it is for you. Sorry to sorry for the interruption. Jess just rudely came into the the room and just interrupted us as we were doing we're try- our little thing. They were trying to do a little little street transaction. Allegedly, allegedly. But yeah, dude, I don't know to to launch them at number one pound for pound. Um, like I said, I think it's just because of the division. I mean, if you look at the opponents that he went through, you're like, damn, dude, how could you not consider him the greatest? I mean, people were already like, Tony's the greatest lightweight ever, you know, because before he met Justin, you know, and um, Habib just showed he's the greatest light heavyweight ever that, that there ever going to be. No one's going to be 29 and 0 or 13 and 0 at that in the UFC, 13 and 0 with four uh, championship wins. I mean, that's that's not a accolade that's like, oh, anybody, the next guy is going to yeah. do that. Yeah, for sure. Because chances sure. are the next champion, three title defenses, pretty slim, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, honestly, and just going 13-0 and 0 in the UFC is pretty fucking impressive. Like, for him to get all those wins, um, to beat, like, I, I understand John's argument. Like, him saying, like, oh, I have all these title defenses. Like, how how is he going to take my ranking and stuff? So I do see his point. And, like, I also see people's point, too, when they talk about, like, well, if you're talking about ghost status, you can't have any blemishes on your record with, like, the steroid things, especially, you know? Yeah, that little asterisk people always bring up, you know? Yeah, so it's like, fuck, like, he, like, I, that's that's such a hard talk to go about, honestly. But let's go on to the co-main event, bro. Yeah, I mean, Robert this, Whitaker. this was the most important fight, so, yeah. you know, uh, given it, we spent the most time on it. Nah, dude, that shit was a banger, so, too. I was so nervous when they were oh, fucking dude, walking my heart out was the whole time. Racing. I was like getting asco on my hood you know like uh, my nerve like that you know that butterflies where it just makes you sick yeah you know i'm like oh fuck you're all shaking and shit yeah like, i'm uh, like why i'm just watching fights like what the fuck's going on here um so like real quick before we move on to the next thing what do you think is next for justin gaethje being that he just lost do you think his next fight is a title shot or do you think it's going to be a f- contender fight um being that connor and and dustin's booked uh, I I just I just seen that that's actually official, uh, January twenty third. Oh shit! I believe okay. yeah. Um, so that now that that's official, they might just make that the title fight. I could definitely see that. That's what I was actually and in, thinking. In January, I was I don't know. Well, all depending on where they do these fights, bro. They could have a crowd, and essentially that's what Dana's White's waiting for, for with Connor. Yeah, I think. Because you got the the gate, you got the live gate, you got of course the pay per views. You just got you got concessions, you got merchandise like a motherfucker that is going to be bought by yep McGregor fans, you know. So if they did this in like Florida, 
or even bro if i don't know if you were paying attention to the audio uh, uh, on saturday past saturday but when habib won you heard cheers literally from people that people were around just around in the in the arena and it sounded like enough people to be like oh you can have some fans in here mm-hmm. like it's just up to the government in abu dhabi obviously you know um so that being said i think like florida right now um is already being uh proposing that the super bowl is going to be played with fans and uh they're going to all be required to wear face masks. Limited attendance or full stadiums? I think 25% capacity. You see, and like the only reason why I wouldn't think it'd be in a stadium is just because Dana White seems like he's been so adamant about saying he doesn't want to have until it's full capacity, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? To actually sell out a place. So, that, like, that makes sense. Yeah. I could definitely see their fight sta- still being at a stadium, maybe, and having some fans. But honestly, like, I think it it would take a lot for Dana White to like get to that point, you know, to be like, all right, let's fucking do it. But if not, I could definitely see that fight being a title, like the title fight. And if not, then like Gaethje, the only opponents I could see that he could have right now is not another Tony fight. Oh, no. Maybe like Hooker. Hooker. That's what I was thinking. Hooker Ch- or Gaethje Chandler? fight? Or even Chandler. Uh, either That's what I was thinking. Either Chandler or fucking Hooker. Because if not, the only other person would be like, I feel like Ferguson either has to fight Chandler or because he can't really... He, Oh, sorry to fucking well, bubble my word, but yeah. Let's look at the UFC rankings. Who's currently ranked number one in the lightweight? That's gonna be, that's gonna be huge. Because if that's mm-hmm. still Dust Justin, then I think Justin Wait. versus Chandler would be a good fight for both of them to see if Gaethje is still the number one contender, or if Chandler is actually that is a real deal and it's yeah. actually in contention, you know. And then that could be the uh, Chandler. Boom, he knocks out uh, or knocks off. Uh, Gaethje off the pecking order, then it goes the winner. And it let's let's say theoretically they're making Connor and and uh, Dustin Poirier the the, yeah. the fight. Yes. Then the winner of that fight will fight obviously the winner of Chandler and uh, Gaethje. But I also like the uh, that Michael Chandler proposed like oh we should have an eight man tournament. Yeah. And I'm like oh wow eight man I mean I think it should be a four man top four. Boom, boom, Let's boom. Do Let's this or top. Get it quick, yeah. you know. Get the get the contenders quick, you know. Winner of one and two, winner of three and four. Should be boom. Sick. Title fight right yeah. there, you know. It's like fuck. How simple can we make this? Make it for the UFC, you know. I'm saying like, damn. But check it. So I think that like next matchup has to be fucking Gaethje versus Tony. That would only make sense right now because if Poirier is out, Again? Poirier has. A, I mean, sorry. Tony versus Chandler. Tony versus Chandler. Because uh, it just seems like the only viable matchup for him right now. Like, for Tony to come back soon and to have, like, a big opponent. Because Gaethje, I feel like he's going to take some time to be out. Maybe well, get his head right or something. Right? He said he well, wants he to said, be in fast. <laughs> he said that he's he's glad that he got choked out rather than um, knocked out because so he didn't take any damage, you know? Like, I'm like, <laughs> at least he's seen the silver lining and, yeah. and losing, yeah. you know? But All right, co-main event time. Robert Whitaker versus Jared Cannonier. Man. What do you got to say about this one, bro? Um, also, oh, you uh, went back to look at the ring. Yeah, yeah. Real so quick? real quick, uh, uh, I'm two ahead of shit. Number one is still Justin Gaethje. So there, yeah, there you go. Give fucking uh, Gaethje Chandler, let Poirier Connor go at it. Tony, Tony and Hooker, bro. That'd be a good. That's fight, like the honestly. The better the battle of uh, who could take the most damage and actually win, you know. I know. Oh my god, <laughs> that shit would be a slugfest. The only way I could see, Fuck. man, 
I I I gave Hooker a good chance on that fight just because of the fact that he has like cleaner striking striking oh, between sure. the two. The only thing would be like his uh, submission game wouldn't be the cleanest against Tony because Tony is such a slick fucking grappler. I seen somebody ripping Tony the other day, bro. Like just like he's the worst fighter in the fucking UFC. I can't remember who the fuck it was, <laughs> but they're like this motherfucker's just known for getting people tired from beating them up. And he chokes him out or he knocks him out because they're tired, you know? And I'm like, fuck, now that I think about it, he literally, like, it's a, just a back and forth war, but it's just because the other guy is tired of just, like, beating oh, his fuck. ass. Like, yeah. yeah, I've been beating your ass, but you're not going away. You Kevin know? Lee, like, perfect example. Mm-hmm. And, like, that's the thing, too, is, like, how long can Tony really take this? Because he's uh, done it for a long time. Fucking, um, Damn, I just drew brain uh, fire. Bar- <laughs> yeah, yeah, Barbosa. Look at oh, Barbosa, yeah, Barbosa w- too. whooping his ass and then got he, caught in a choke. Lando Venata, another person who was beating Peace his ass, up, got tired. Uh, Lando, that was a super impressive debut to come out to, man. You know honestly. what? I think I heard it on John Anik show. I think it was. It was uh, Ian wasn't Parker. It? Oh, yeah, it was Ian Parker. <laughs> that guy always the comes in ripping yeah. on everyone. <laughs> he said Tony Ferguson fucking sucks, I think <laughs> is what he said. <laughs> All right, so f- this time, co-main event time. Jared Cannonier versus Robert Whitaker. Robert Whitaker doing it again, doing the damn thing, coming out looking like a fucking G. Looking so clean. Honestly, he was a lot quicker this time, too. He looked a lot more measured than his last fights, even the one against Till. I think he was, like, a lot more comfortable in this one. I heard him on Ariel's show today saying, like, his first fight back with Till, he was super worried and stressed just because, like, you don't want to be the person that loses right after you lost, a t- like, a shot. You know what I mean? <laughs> and he fought that way. Yeah, for sure. He like, fought scared. that way until... I think it took for him getting flashed, like, knocked down, like, he was like, oh, shit, like, and then he gathered his wits about him and was like, okay, you know what, I'm, I'm in a fight again, you know, this is what, you know, he's like, and he even said, oh, fuck, like, not again, he said, "Uh, oh, no, not again, you know, and, um, I think he, now he got the love for it again, you know, like, oh, you know what, I'm in here because I like it, not because, oh, I got the title, I got to defend it, and this is now, you know, like, I think the title is a lot of pressure on some guys, you know, and yeah, for sure. he's still young, dude, I think he's, what, 27, 28? He's a pretty, like, similar age to Adesanya, he's, like, not that far from he's him. He's younger, um, oh, I know wow. for sure, and he's about to have his fourth kid, so, God damn. yeah, I, he's, he has a lot on his plate, you know what I'm saying, yeah, yeah. so I could see, oh, shit, now I got the belt, down, I'm dealing with these injuries, down, I got to still fight, and he had a lot of I got all these the, I got the media um on my ass. I got my country now behind me. Like I'm I gotta represent, you know. So I think it was just a lot for him. Mm-hmm. So now that he's back without having he's fighting for himself again, not just I'm I'm fighting for the bell. I'm fighting for my country. I'm, you know, he's fighting for himself and yeah. He's looking that way. So when he he went into that fight again, tentative, kind of just was reading Jared. And uh I don't know if you've seen that post I, I tagged you in. Um where he, uh, his arm was like sp- fucking swollen up nasty. Oh, Jared's? Yeah. Uh, no, I didn't see, I honestly can't oh, remember wow. right now. All right, so I'm out to find it for you. But um, yeah, so it showed a picture. It was pretty, uh, it was essentially Jared, Romero, Till, and it, just showing them like, damn, if Whitaker's this good and is showing how he injured all three of those fighters, he's like, how good is, is the he? champ? Yeah. yeah. Adesanya. Yeah. Because Adesanya's. In his last, what, two fights, three fights, scr- scratchless? Mm-hmm. Literally, you know, so. Um, 
Yeah, to be honest. Well, so let me tell you this. Would you rather see right now? Because, I mean, Whitaker looked like a fucking G, right? At first, I'm sorry to cut you off, but at no, first I wasn't interested in the rematch. Yeah. Now I'm interested. All right. Hell yeah, because <laughs> I was thinking, like, I would be a lot more, like, ready for the rematch just because he looks like he's in a much better mind state. And, like, he's ready to go, you know what I mean? And, like, like I feel like um, he could either fucking come out and I don't think he'll do what he did in the first fight. Because the first fight, he was lunging in so much, not being measured. And I think this one would be a lot better of a kickboxing fight. But I do think he would still lose just because Adesanya is such a killer. The first fight, he's I'm trying to knock his head off. I need, him to, yeah. I, I need him to knock him out. I need him to knock him out. And that's how he was fighting. These last, you know, his last two wins, he's showing that, you know what? I don't need to knock him out. I need to just beat him up. Yes. And I need to win, you know? And... um I think he just needs to uh, maybe push the gas on certain, like, I mean, he did. He showed certain, um, um, like, moments of urgency, you know, when he was, like, he because he, he got rocked in the third round. Yeah. Jared rocked him. And then after that, because Jared was, like, he sensed, like, you know what? I Is need it? to knock him out. Yeah. And because Jared broke his arm in the first round, literally the first kick that he said he blocked broke his arm. Mm-hmm. And I noticed, too, because he kept... He kept like adjusting his wrist or his hand and he kept like patting his glove. So I'm like, mm, maybe he hurt his wrist. And he kept just using that same arm to block that kick, you know? So he's like saying, like, yeah, that first uh that first kick, it literally broke my arm. And after that, the game plan changed up, you know. And I thought he was doing pretty damn well with the leg kicks. You know, he was his leg was all beat up, you know, was, he was chewing up his leg. I think he just needed to throw behind it. And me not knowing, you know, obviously watching it live yeah. that I didn't know his arm was broken. I'm like, oh, no wonder he's not throwing. Yeah, it makes so much sense now in hindsight. But he was doing really good with the leg kick. So, shit, every time he landed anything, it was with so much power. Mm -hmm. Like, the shots that he would land on Whitaker, it seemed like it hurt him a lot. But he just would land far and few in between, you know? So, like, it just was like, oh, man. Um, It's still, I think Cannoneer has a chance to come back and come do really good in the division and actually give a lot of people a lot of, a lot of challenges and maybe even come back and get another title shot. But next for Robert Whitaker, would you rather see him fight the, for the belt or would you rather see him fight Paulo Costa? Cause I seen Paulo Costa being put out there a lot by like social media outlets or like MMA media outlets. I, I agree with it. Honestly. Um, why not? No. Uh, Cause I like that. He came after his fight. He was like, you know what? Me and Adesanya are going to meet up one day. Uh, down the down the line, you know, it's just right now. I'm not I'm not asking for that fight. You know, I need yeah. to. You know, I just I want I want to get another win or essentially essentially that's what he said. You know, and um, now he's like, oh, Adesanya is my next fight. You know, uh, I just read that today, so I'm like, hmm. That's why I'm like, oh, you know, what? I'm kind of interested because his last two fights showed me, you know, what maybe he is ready again. You know, but then I'm like, I think I'd like to see him win one more. Yeah. One more time, you know? If he wins and why one not, more, it's like, oh, yeah. Knock down the guy that just fought for the belt. Yeah. You know, he he just he just got his first loss. You know, um, supposedly he was injured in the fight. You know, uh, I call bullshit. You know, I mean, he did have, like, those suction marks, you know, behind his calves. Yeah, uh, you know? that's uh, true. That's true. But who knows? Um, I think that's, that's a good number fight. Number one bullshit. <laughs> this is number one. I think Whitaker it cost us a fight to make, and that's clear cut number one. If Whitaker wins that, unfortunately for Costa, if he wins that, 
he has to fight one more time. One more, yeah. Because I was gonna say, I I don't want to see Costa come back and get his title shot if he wins that. Honestly, because he's just that performance that he had. He just needs to show two times that he can do it again. Like same thing like Whitaker. Whitaker's already done it twice, so I wouldn't be mad if they give him another title shot. That'd be fucking impressive. Um. So as as of today, we're sitting at uh, middleweight rankings. We got number one, Robert uh, Robert Whitaker. Robert. Wabbit. <laughs> That's probably how it sounds when they say it <laughs> yeah. anyway. But anyway, uh, we got Paula Costa at number two, and Jared at three, Jack at four, and Yoel sitting at five. Wow, Yoel's still right there. So, uh, yeah, it's a good fight, dude. Honestly, I, I'd like oh, to see that. Give I'd definitely like to see Jared Cannonier. Give him Yoel Romero. Mm, right? This yes. is my matchups real quick. Fuck it. Give Joachina, yeah. like either you give him... Um, Robert Whitaker, or you give him the winner of Hermanson and Till, and then yes, uh, yeah, and then give Izzy fucking. I mean, I I still think you should Izzy's give Izzy Whitaker. Be... Honestly, that's just like the only person, unless if he goes up. But still, I yeah, I, doubt it. I think it's gonna be it's gonna be inevitably because for some reason, I don't know. I could actually I can actually see Robert getting another title fight after those two wins. But I can also see him fighting Costa, main event, uh, Fight Island, for sure. Um, yeah, that's like just somewhat how the they for sure be a headliner, honestly. And so let's move on to the next uh, fight that was on the card. It was going to be Volkov versus Harris. Um, Volkov, the tall fucking assassin with the sick back tattoo. I seen him talk about his back tattoo. He was like. He was like, fuck, it was so fucking painful. He's like, after that, I don't want to get a tattoo. His, his back tattoo was sick, like, sick. before that. Yeah. And then I'm like, damn. Like, I seen it on Instagram, and I'm like, whoa. I was like, yeah. his back got even more blasted. That shit's, that shit's hard. Honestly, it's, it's badass. But uh, Volkov, just being the experienced uh, kickboxer, stayed at range. And while Harris, uh, I mean, they stood in the pocket a couple times, and they exchanged, and he... He knocked Volkov's head back a couple times, and I'm like, oh, if he lands a couple more of those, you know, and I think that's when Volkov respected his power, stayed at range, and yeah. ultimately just picked him apart, hit him with a nice snap kick with, with the ball of the, f- with the of the foot, just ooh, right in the yeah. right in the solar plex. Just <laughs> You can just tell, like, he was in, while it was in pain, you're like, oh, yeah, you know? Yeah, for sure. And at first, when I watched it live, I'm like, oh, damn, he hit him with a groin shot, same, and he just... Same. Finished them like off oh, ref, like that was a slip up. Yeah. And then watching the replay, I'm like, damn, such precision just to get the his long ass leg up there, just bam, you know, it was nice. And he hit him like right in the solar plex too, like just right when he hit him, he uh, wall immediately fell down to the. He was floor probably even ex- exhaling when it happened. Yeah, so it was like more of a like, <laughs> like oh. got all of his breath yeah. fucking out of him, really <laughs> fucking took it out. It was like one of the I'm like a Chicagian last week, like she got hit in the body, and it's just one of those shots that like you eat and you just have to fucking lay down. Those, yeah, those bodies. Sometimes you know what, like Michael Bisping says it on his podcast all the time, like he he's all. I don't want to sound like a me head, but he's all punched, getting punched in the face doesn't hurt, hurt all yeah, that much, yeah. you know? He goes, but a body shot will will drop you, you know? Yeah, like, fuck yeah. For sure, dude. That, fuck yeah. And so, uh, yeah, that was that was just a nice performance, a nice little uh, kickboxing performance from Volkov. Yeah, to be honest, I, I it's really sad to see Watt lose the second fight in a row. Um, I don't think he'll get out of the UFC right away. I think they'll still give him like two more shots, three more shots until they like actually like send him out. 
just because like his situation at the moment, you know, like it's very understandable. But he actually looked a lot better this fight than uh, he looked in the in the Alistair fight. The Alistair fight, he just looked way too rushed, a lot like way too big for the division. They're like not way too big, but more like out of condition. Like he was just big at the moment, you know. Um, but Volkov, man. What a performance by him. I, I don't know what I want to see for him next. Maybe, honestly. maybe like, uh like Jarzinho. Oh, that'd be a good fight. He has he hasn't fought Jarzinho yet, huh? No. No. That'd be a good fight. That'd be honestly. a good fight. Or maybe even Alistair. Uh I, I think they fought before. I feel like they have fought before too, honestly. Because Alistair has fought damn near everybody in the heavyweight position. Just like a quick rematch of whatever happened. All right, so let's go down on the card next. It's gonna be uh Phil Haas versus Jacob Malcoon, I believe was his name. Phil Haas coming out there looking like a mini Ngannou, just a little wrecking storm by himself. Oh, yeah. Fucking so, tornado of a man. Not yeah, good. so Volkov uh, and Alistair would make sense, too, because they haven't fought either. Oh, they never fought either? That'd be a good fight, too. Honestly, I could see that fight like being a headliner of a card, like a fight night or something like that. Volkov versus uh, Jarzinho or Alistair. There you go. There it on is. On to the next one. Yep, on to the next one. It'll be the Jacob Malkoon versus Phil Haas, bro. What do you think about that one right there? Um... I mean, Phil, Phil Haas, Haas just came in like just uh, had a lot of Ghanu. hype, had a lot of <laughs> had a lot of hype on him because of the contender series yep. and his story. And dude has a ha, dude has a fucking story, you know, uh, lost his newborn or a young, young child. You know, I think she was, I don't even think a year old yet, you know, and it that's that's terrible. You know, you never want to you never want to deal with something like that or. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, what a what a what a way to come back from a, a loss and a, a loss of a family member, you know, and to come back just strong, looking good, uh, got a knockout on the contender series, um, got his debut in, in the UFC, got a got a, a clean ass knockout, super clean, so fast, um, took little damage, took little to zero damage, and just looked great. Just look fucking great. He's the real deal. I think you know. I was like, wow. I was because Malcoon. I think he was being talked up as being a, a decent prospect as well. Yeah. Because they're both they were both making their debuts, so it's kind of hard uh, to kind of see, you know. But um, I think we had more more information on Haas. Yeah, for sure. So um, I placed some money on him, and uh, it looked pretty damn smart. Yeah, yeah, I was like, yeah. it off, so I was like, all right, cool. So uh, dude's legit. Um. I don't know who you could match him up with next. Maybe someone like because um, he's still sitting super far outside yeah, the range. Light heavyweight. Right I mean, fuck. Um, yeah, it's like shit. That that division at the late like lower ranking. Khalil like, Roundtree maybe. Well, that'd be cool. That'd be a good test for him. Someone to bang it out with him. And or like, he's a veteran. How about Menefield? Alonzo Menefield, another prospect, but I, you know, you know that it's prospect like on prospect. prospect. Yeah, it's kind of like you don't want to knock two guys down or so early in their careers. Yeah. And, Alonzo's on a two fight skid already, you know. Give him Paul Craig. Fuck it. So. <laughs> you don't want to give Paul Craig get caught in a triangle yeah. and well, fucking it's fuck. You know yeah. what? I do think that Phil Hazo, he should get someone that's like higher in the division just because uh I mean like I heard someone else say this and like it made me think like, yeah, that's true because he is an older contender already, right? Like he's a prospect still, but he's the older guy. Someone that's been around for a while in like the regional scene doing his thing. He even had a fight at Bellator, went a brave after that. Um, so like he's a good guy, but I mean like, why not just like shoot, give him a like top guy, you oh, know, shit, someone in you the twenties. We are totally wrong. He's one eighty five. Oh, he's a oh wow, he's fucking he's a big boy. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, okay. But uh, Malcolm so that changes Whitaker, so that makes sense. That changes a lot. Okay. Well, at one eighty five, fuck. 
you can give him somebody like um, Marvin Vittori. Oh, that'd be cool. And he's not ranked, but he's he's a, he's been in there. Someone that would scrap him out for sure. Give him that, a really good stand, test. Stand and bang. Um, Even probably take him down too. Kind of give him some diversity. See if he gets like good enough to do it or not. Or maybe. Um, That'd be a banger. I'm trying to think like outside the top fifteen though, or like yeah, you know I'm trying what? to maybe think of like fifteen, maybe in the fifth, like no, 10 you to can't. 15. I no? feel like you can't really shoot him up that far. Too much already. Yeah, TMIF status. Yeah, I mean he's not going out there and putting on a I I smash, smash. That's so crazy. We'll know? talk about that later in the episode, honestly, because goddamn, that was craziness. Oh, checking what, the what what happened with the booking of? Uh, yeah. Let's talk about it real quick. So Leon right. Edwards, oh my god, got man. taken out of the fucking rankings because he didn't want to fight anyone, <laughs> and so they're like, "All right, took him out the rankings." And then next thing you know, he's booked a fight with Chimaev. You know, so Hamzat's like, "All right, brother, it's go to war." You know, like. So what do you think when the turn of events happened? Because personally, I think that's foul like, as wow. fuck, dude. He got strong arm literally into taking a fight that nobody wanted to take. And it's like, fuck, bro, you should have just fought earlier. Take Wonderboy. Like, it, I understand because, like, he's like, oh, if I beat Wonderboy, it's going to leave me in the same place. But, okay, where the fuck is... What are you right now? What are you doing? <laughs> you know what's crazy? I was like, they put him back into being third when he fucking... As soon decided. as he took the fight back. Yep. Like, wow. Like, wow, they really just going to do that to That's him what I'm like, saying. Like, they strong-armed him. Like, hey, you want your ranking? Mm-hmm. You know? And he's like, fuck, I, I want that title. And bro, he was. they're probably going to cut him. Like, all right. Peace out. We already know your brother's at Bellator. You go join your brother. You know, like yeah. They don't. For some reason, they don't like him. Uh, yeah, no. Maybe it's because of his dry personality. You I know, feel like the lack of uh, lack consistency of. with like fighting and shit. Too. That too. You know what yeah, I mean? Like that's cause, annoying. Because he he's like selective about his fights. Like I don't blame him for wanting to be like selective about his career choices and what he wants to do and shit. But it's like just take fights, bro. Like stay fresh in our minds because. We forget about people every week. You know what I mean? And like, I mean, look at Habib. There, he took anybody and everybody. Yeah. He wasn't, he wasn't trying to be like, ah, oh, nah, I only want number one guy. You know, mm-hmm. he's like, give me next guy. I smash him. And even Habib, like the problem with Habib was like, he would take long breaks during Ramadan and because like because of it, his his religion exactly. And yeah. so like people really wouldn't see him until when he fought Connor. Connor that fight just kind of blasted him up and made him like a superstar. So like. He just needs to fucking fight and like really kind of just like put he himself just, in people's mind because he's fucking he's a killer. People remember what happened. I mean, it's like the 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 memory of MMA fans is so short that yes. it's like we only remember what happened a couple weeks That's ago type shit, of shit. Yeah. You know, because there's so many fights, and then there's look at the performances we're getting. You know, yeah. it's like. I, how we got we? a fucking knockout of the of the fucking like one of the best knockouts ever two weeks ago. What was Leon Edwards' last great performance that you can remember? Like, damn, damn he did this when he when he fought I, back in like fucking 2013 and he got he that eight like, second knockout. Yeah, and he fought like Rafael had a really fucking impressive performance. A grappling like, good, def- a offensive grappling yeah match. and that was like I what mean, two years ago like pretty much pretty you know, much coming yeah, up on two like years 14 now. months i think it's it's just like come on man you should just stay in a fresh in our minds be out there and stuff so like next i mean i mean what I do you get do it. what do you do with she might have next though bro do you give him a title shot next or do you after fucking, leon yeah because he's gonna be sitting at third ranked already you know what i mean 
I mean, he won't be mad if he doesn't get one, I'll tell you that. He'll be damn happy to be ranked after Bruh. three fights in the or four fights if he get if he gets through Leon in the UFC. I mean, it's like, damn. I could see him getting just I mean, Masvidal's not going to want to fight him. No. He's ranked three. That'd be a terrible matchup for him. Colby's not definitely not going to want to fight him. No. Um, Woodley for sure. Woodley's, no. I mean, fuck, he's not even the top even five. Even if he right wanted now. to. Dude, uh, I mean, what else do you do with him, right? Everybody it. wanted to just deny him like they are right, right now. That's it. He's like, number three, and you're going to deny a number three. Say you're number, I mean, they're not going to get number 10, a number three shot, but yeah, honestly, I can see him honestly you know leapfrogging everybody Cause, after beating Leon. Because what I thought they should have done was give him Neil Magny and then give him someone like Leon. Like, let him beat someone that's like 15th or inside the rankings at least. And then once he beats him, all right, cool. Let's what about fucking, Santiago Ponzanibio? That would be sick because I think he just came back, right? And uh, before that, I believe he was on like what, a seven-fight win streak or some shit like that. So and he's, he's undefeated. He's undefeated in the uh, UFC, yeah. I need to see a little bit more of him because I, I like in the top of my mind I can't like think he's about just how much a brawler. Of a he is. He's just a brawler, but man. I know he's a fucking killer. So like that'd be a sick fight. But I feel like really honestly, there's nothing else to do with Chimaev but give him a shot, especially with all the hype that he has behind him right now. It's like they're they're just feeding the machine right now, you know, trying to get the money out of him. That would be fucking wild. Yeah. Dude, but anyway, sure. so yeah, back to um that card on uh, this weekend, this past weekend. Lauren Murphy took on uh, Lilia Shakarova and went out there and actually showed her uh, her true skills, dude. Yeah, she yeah. made she made a name for herself. She took she she had a who she have lined up. I knew that fight fell out with somebody. Oh, Cynthia Calvillo. So Cynthia Calvillo and um and her. So Cynthia Calvillo and her were supposed to fight, and I think uh, she tested for for COVID or something, or I don't know. It just oh, says yeah, she did she test would... for COVID. She tested positive for COVID. Honestly, that was going to be a really good fight, especially I think with Calvillo coming into that division and looking like she's going to be a top contender. That fight would have been a really good one, especially with like I don't know if you've seen Lauren Murphy coming out there really bold at the end of the the fight, calling out everybody saying she needs a title shot. Which is, I was like, that's cool. Like, she made fuck her name yeah, for herself. Her, yeah. I'm telling you, she went out and finished her, and she's like, look, I've been in this division. I've been taking everybody who's ranked. I have off uh, wins on ranked opponents. Like, I have the longest streak in the division. Like, she made her name for herself, bro. She's like, give me the, pretty much, give me the fucking title shot. And first <laughs> submission in her career, too. And to, wow. to beat a girl that was I talking mean, all the fucking shit. Really? She was like, oh, this girl's not on my level. Needs to retire. Yeah, she needs to retire. I'd smash her. You know, so um she looked good, dude. I mean, I can see her getting the winner of uh Maya or yeah, Maya and Shevchenko, which I, I mean, fuck, that's kinda of disrespectful. I should just say Shevchenko. Um Yeah, I mean there's no one no one's on her level. No one's gonna be Valentina, bro. Oh my god. It's just like she's the fucking best that one twenty five was the best thing that could have happened to Valentina. Yeah, to be honest, because to be honest. she was gonna have to keep whipping everybody at one thirty five, and f- 
fight Nunez how many times? <laughs> and just be the smart. Honestly, bro, I, I will. I, I'm still adamant about this. I think if the third fight came around, I think Valentina could beat her on style it. points, bro. Yeah, and just because she's like, gotten the, stronger, she exactly stronger. I'm sure her skills gotten better. She's been cleaner. You know, she's hadn't had top competition and shit, but still, like she's getting better. It doesn't seem like Amanda's getting top competition either, but she's fucking just going out there and starching girls, being the goat of women's MMA pretty much. Like, them two are just killers. Like, they're just two killers. Like, if Habib and John Jones were two women, it'd be Amanda Nunez and fucking <laughs> Shevchenko. You know what I mean? Like that. That's a good uh, comparison, I guess. Because uh, there's just, like, two people that are, like, in their divisions right now just dominating. And the and, like, size difference is relatively close. I and guess. the belt's not, like, moving around so much. I mean, like, I don't know. I just think it's, like, impressive what they're doing right now, man, honestly. But let's go to the next fight, man. What's the next fight that was on the card after? Um, uh, the, no, first, oh. the first fight to kick off the main card, and we've been fucking looking forward to this fight for I don't know how oh, long. Yeah. So Kutalaba Iwan. and Iwan Kutalaba is uh, taking on Magomed Ankalaev. And, uh, we, I mean, if you've seen the first fight, you know that was like, oh, fuck, this was... This was like that firework that you started and it started a and it just was like a dud and just was like, ah, what? You know, I paid fucking $40 for this. So um, that's what that was. So you're ever and it's been booked. I don't know how many times went like four Four, times. This was like the fourth time or something, right? Okay. So now that I mean, I knew being on Fight Island booking that fight. I was like, oh, it's going to happen. Because being in Vegas, I think Kutsalaba is like a partier. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's he's a young guy. I think he would walk the strip and go out party. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, caught, for sure. Caught the COVID. So, um, Fight Island, there's no escaping now. You know? And this was a clear cut. Like, Ankalev is that dude. Knocked this motherfucker out cold. That shit was some <laughs> brutal, brutal shit, bro. When that shit happened, I was like, oh, Man. oh, oh. I was like, oh. <laughs> oh, he's out. Oh, oh he's I was, out. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. Are you okay? Nice. Like, especially with the, the following shots that landed when he was on the floor. Like, oh, I think his mouthpiece com- popped out, huh? Completely put him to sleep. Yeah, he, he just, like, lost all consciousness and went into a, a deep dream state, you know? He separated him from consciousness. Yeah, he just was like... <laughs> Thinking about all the shit that he's done in life, you know, having he's, a quick um, flashback. Mother, damn! I mean, it was what a was it a uh, a right hook? No, that was that's just I'm gonna drink it. So it was, I think, a right straight with a followed by a left hook or something. I mean, he fucking hit him so clean when he dropped him. I was like, oh no! And then he rained shots, and he was just. Just sleep. Oh my god, man. Honestly, it's just Uncle I have I Dude's badass. Dude is badass. Let me look it up. He's a two or fiver for sure. He's a two or fiver, right? I know that for damn sure. Yeah. I feel like now you have to give that that He might be ranked. But you like should I look up UFC rankings like at their website or should I go to Tapology? Because I feel like UFC rankings like it's UFC rankings that I mean Let me just look at theirs real quick. That's how the panel goes off of their um like to book fights and They're shit. They're so fucking late to update their shit every every Tuesday. Time. I'm like, God damn. Is it every Tuesday they update? Mm-hmm. So he's not ranked. Slow. But I would give him somebody like Paul Craig. Oh, they already oh, fought. Oh my and, god, he'll 
And Paul Craig caught him in a triangle. <laughs> he caught Uncle Iev in a triangle? Yeah, bro. Fucking, he was whooping his ass and he got caught in a triangle. Oh, I think I remember that. He it was, was not like that long top ago. Hall. He was top position, ground and pounding him. Yep. And, and he Craig fucking, caught him in a triangle. Yep. I do remember that, honestly. Um, that was a good shit, scrap. I give, would like to see that rematch. Honestly, that would be good. Yeah, fuck it. Give him Paul Craig. Well, or, I think, isn't Paul Craig lined up to fight Maisho Shogun Hua again? I could have sworn. Oh, I could have sworn they were scheduled to fight again. They might, yeah. So, I mean, I, I would say Jimmy Croup, but I feel like Jimmy Croup deserves someone oh, that's up. Oh, actually, I, how did I miss him? Ankalaev is ranked oh, 11 so, Yeah, I was about to say, oh, shit, I just seen him right now, too, as I scrolled up. Misha. Why does that look so attractive? Misha and Ankalaev, An- yep. Yeah. Misha's a, oh. a, a nice grappler. He's really good with his jiu-jitsu. Oh, yeah. Um, has some heavy hands. Uh, same thing with my Ankalaev. Uh, has that um, Sambo, but pretty, pretty damn good with his hands. He prefers to strike. So I, that's a good matchup, bro. I mean, I'd like to see that. Maybe even Johnny Walker. I mean, yeah, that'd be a bad fight for Johnny Walker, but yeah. I would love to see it. That's fireworks. Yeah, right which, that's so another fireworks right there for sure. That just be a striking matchup, and I mm-hmm. definitely think that Ankalaev would have the upper hand, just being so. the cleaner striker of the two. Sleeps him. Other than that, man, I would see. Uh, well, Anthony Smith didn't he just get booked against someone? He got booked against someone that was oh, like, dude, I'm tired of seeing that guy fight. I really do think he just got booked. Let <laughs> me look it up, man. Because, but I, Take like, a risk. all right. So let's see. Who else would I think that he could fight? So let's see. He's a sitting at eleven. Vulcan Uzdemir, right? Okay. No? Vulcan Uzdemir. Mm-hmm. I feel like this food just got booked for something too. Anthony Smith. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. But I, I mean, while we're on the two hundred five topic. I'll give him Anthony Smith. Dominic Reyes is taking on Yiri Borjaska. Oh my God. That is gonna be a banger. Um, I will say that's, that's a big, big step already for Jerry, pretty much fighting the what number one contender, I'm assuming. Um, yeah, he's probably still number one. So actually I just had this up right now. <laughs> I literally just had it, so uh yeah, so for him to just get that fight because oh, Tiago like, sitting at number one. Oh yeah, wow. So well, Dominic and Glover two. are gonna fight pretty soon. When is Glover in his fight? December? No, they rescheduled it to December. I believe so. That's gonna be a good fight, man. Honestly, we got some good fights coming up in December. There's a Shevchenko fight that's happening. Oh well, actually, I think that's November. Wow. So Dominic everywhere right now. Getting way down the pecking order at number five with number five ranked Yiri Pohaska. Dominic's two though. Um, yeah. Okay. But he's fighting number five. Sick. So I think he should fight Rackage, but damn, that's a. I I'm not mad at either of those fights. Yeah, well, because that's, that's a damn good fight. So let's let's do a little bit of matchmaking real quick. All right. So we got fucking number one is gonna be the champ, gonna be John John Blachowicz, yeah. and then number one contender is uh, Tiago. So Thiago's gonna fight Glover Teixeira, so they're yeah. already booked. One and no, three are booked. Whoever wins that's gonna be the title contender. So two and five are booked, which is Dominic versus Yuri. Yep. So it so leaves Rakic. Rakic to fight Uzumir again. No, he beat him. He but just he literally just knocked him out, no? No, that was Yuri. Oh, you're right, you're right, you're right. You're yeah, right, you're he right. won a split decision. Oh, oh no, he, he lost, lost the split decision. Lost the split decision. Oh, that'd be interesting. I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be mad about a rematch. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Wah, wah. Oh, oh, <laughs> yeah, wah, wah, you know, wah, I wah. like that. 
<laughs> yeah, I, fucking, I was watching Borat last night. <laughs> I, I was just like, bro, you should watch a second one. He just talks about like a bunch of random shit. And, like, <laughs> I, I was telling just, I love how he just comes up with like random words. Like, he's just like, ah, wah, 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 or like, she, oh, but she don't like movies like that, huh? No, she thinks it's fucking dumb. <laughs> yeah, I oh. mean, they're, they're kind of. Yeah, ah, they make me fucking laugh. Honestly. <laughs> They're dumb for sure, but they make me laugh. They're funny. They're so worth it. So yeah, that was the end of the main card. I mean, that was one hell of a finish. I mean, or a hell of a start to start the main card, you know. But other than that, what what was your favorite fights from the night uh, on the prelims? Um, so honestly, for sure, it had to be the Casey Kenny versus Nathaniel Wood fight. Oh yep, the fight of the night for sure. That was a really really good fight. I knew that it was going to be a high level fight and like super high pace too. Um, Casey Kenny, I will say, bro, he did look a little bit sloppier than his last fight. I do think the the flying out to Abu Dhabi twice in a matter of two weeks the and jet like going back for sure fucked him. A he little also, bit. He also did mention like it, it fucked up his footwork. He said he was like, I, I didn't think I could move my feet in there as well, and I could kind of feel it. And like it looked like he even got tired at the end of like the for, fight, you know. To keep that pace, dude. That's for sure. For sure. That's almost. Damn near impossible. But when, but when he fucking fought the other guy, maybe because he was doing so well and not really taking any shots, just mostly landing. But he kept a high pace against the other guy. He was beating the other. He I think his name was. Oh, that was a Kyler Phillips. I'm gonna fuck his name up. It's a it's an Asian guy. He has like a Japanese. Oh, name. something Park, right or something? I, I don't know, man. He, he Lang Park or he Tang. Some shit. I remember his first name. Hiya Tang. Like he, he Lang or Hi, Hiya Tang or some, some shit right there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. My fault. We Dis- yeah. His name sorry right. to disrespect and shit, but yeah. Still, he was just out there putting a super high pace, and I was like, man, for him to come back in the two weeks, it kind of did. Do a little bit of detriment to his performance, but he still was managed. Like it was still one managed to get out there and scrap that shit out. Scrap, yeah, exactly. hell yeah. The pace they started the first two rounds were like, wow, and then the third yeah. round you can tell, okay, you know, you can't keep Chill that up the whole yeah. time. You know? <laughs> yeah, they had it to was, calm themselves down. Yeah, it was damn entertaining. It was close. I thought it was for Wood, but uh, me was, too. Personally. Was not mad that uh, Kenny won. Yeah, I was about to say me too. Personally, I thought it was for Wood just because I thought that Wood. Uh, had landed a couple bigger shots, looked a little bit less tired, but still, like, I I, I wasn't mad because I was like, man, the output that Casey Kenny had still, he still landed big-ass shots, rocked Wood's head back a couple times, like, really kind of shook him, you know? So I was like, I'm not mad about this, you know? So we are back in Vegas. We got uh, Uriah Hall versus Anderson Silver. Silva. The Spider. The Spider. The Spider Silva. Oh, my God. All right, so kicking off the fight hey. night. I will say this card has some sensational fights on here. Let's go. What, what kicks off the fight, my brother? Uh, let's kick off the fight night. Well, at the main card that is is uh, Bobby the King Green. <laughs> Fuck! I chopped that up. <laughs> Bobby Green. All right, he's taking on uh, Tiago Moises. Ooh. So Moises just uh, coming off that win over Michael Johnson. Yeah, that, that heel hook. Um, <laughs> Bobby Green um, coming off that win over Clay Guida. Damn good performance against him. Uh, against him. So this is a pretty good fight. Um, Thiago's already coming out talking that shit, you know, saying his grappling's not the same. He's not going to be on his level as uh, as himself. So I'm like, okay, and Bobby's going to take offense to that, and he's going to want to whip that ass. So he's on a, on a three-fight win streak this year. I win every month. What? One in June, one in July, one in – or. One in July, one in August, and one in September, right? Yep, exactly. So, June, August, September. June, August, September. So, 
damn, this guy's on a on a tear. He's 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 going for that record uh, for the for uh, most fight most wins in 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 a, in a calendar year. So mm-hmm. um, there's only a few other guys that are up there at three. So he's he's right there. I mean, he's this is a damn near close fight. I can see the odds makers maybe having this at like a minus. From from my betters out there that know know this talk, you know, I can see uh, a Moises opening up like maybe one fifteen, you know, and maybe closing out maybe one ten, you know, maybe where the money going towards Bobby Green. Yeah, I would say he um, has to be the favorite of just, the two, just the grappling just, aspect, right? Oh yeah, just because of the grappling, but I think the money will start going, especially closer uh, after weigh-ins, mm. will start going towards uh, Bobby Green because he's. He's fresh in everybody's mind right now. Yeah. Like I said, you got to keep fighting, bro. Yeah. You know, like Leon right now, he would still be, he would still have a bunch of fans if he were just to keep fighting. Like, fuck it. For all sure. right. For sure. You're not getting your way. Take, take the next fight. Show yeah. him that you're worth the, sh- you know, you want to talk to shit, work the shit too. Because he made saying? me a fan after his fights. Like every fight I was seeing, yeah. like, oh, I'm his fan. And then I, I forget about him. I res- yeah. I mean, fuck. I, like I said, I can't remember that performance against Dos Anjos without having to watch highlights of it. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So. Anyway, um, so on to the next fight. Um, who, who you got for that fight? You know, for the main Bobby, event? No, for Bobby and uh, Moses. Oh, for Bobby Green I'm, against I'm going to go with Bobby because he's from Fontana. You yeah, know? that's the boy. I'm going to go with Bobby. Honestly, I do boy. think he's going to have some trouble with the little grappling aspects that Thiago Moises poses, especially sh- that heel hook. Um, but the striking, the I do striking. think he's going to be on another level. He's whoop his ass. And, and his wrestling hasn't been, his hasn't been bad, you know what I mean? But, like, I do worry... I feel like that guy Moses is gonna come out with the fucking Imanari roll or some Another shit. Try heel to grab hook, that heel yeah. hook, yeah, at least right away, you know. But who knows? I, personally, yeah, I'm gonna go with fucking Bobby Green. Let's fucking do it. I'm locking that in. Bobby Green by decision. I could definitely see that. Um, yeah. But don't underestimate Bobby Green either. I, he can definitely pull off a a, 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 a submission. Yep. Maybe even get Ooh. a knockout. A submission of his own on a fucking. I could see him specialist. catching him in a in a, a choke in. And Moises underestimating his 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 grappling skills, so I can see him get catching him in a choke, and ooh, ooh that's lights out for Moises. That'd be a good one, man. So, so let's go on to the the next one that's fight, following. Uh, yeah, Maurice Green versus Greg Hardy. Greg Hardy finally coming back after quite some time. Greg Hardy after he looked he looked alright in his last fight. Honestly, he I didn't mean, he fight come, Alexander Volkov. He fought uh, Volkov. Lost. Off, yeah, coming off a loss. But it's still, all right. I mean, I mean, he looked all right in it. He wasn't. He was outclassed, but he wasn't looked like he didn't belong there, you mm-hmm. know. And uh, he said it himself. I like that his self evasion skills are. He goes, "I was a D class uh, fighter. Now I'm a B class. Uh, you know, I'm now I'm in the B class." Yeah, but he knows that, that I'm not exactly there yet. But you know what? Don't sleep on me because I'm getting better. You know. Yeah, so And he's at sure. a damn good gym, bro, in uh, American Top Team. So um, I can definitely see uh, him getting his. Uh, his grappling uh, skills up there, and I mean, we already know he has fucking dynamite in his hands. Okay. So yeah, um, yeah, it's a damn good fight. Marie Screen, same thing, has a pretty good uh, jujitsu. Uh, we've seen him uh, smother. Uh, what was what's his name? Uh, fucking uh, a motherfucking. Uh, you look like a motherfucking. motherfucking uh. Yeah. <laughs> let me see. Let me look it up real quick. John Vellante. There it is. So, John yeah, Vellante, or like the. the I forgot about this heavyweight version. Yeah, heavyweight version. Big boy looking this one. He was a fucking isn't he a light heavyweight? Yes, I think he was a middleweight at one point. My guy was looking like he was on the couch, sick, drinking chelas all day, fucking eating barbecue all night. You know what I'm saying? 
on the we plate. got the brisket going up this weekend. Oh shit, your boy got a Traeger grill. I'm fucking excited. Let's go brisket on that's, the weekend. Brisket brands. Let's fucking go. See if I hopefully I don't fuck it up. It's not a sponsor. Yeah, not a sponsor. <laughs> I just personally got it myself. First had carne on it. Not gonna lie, it was pretty sensational. It was pretty pretty damn good. Pretty I'm not gonna good. lie. It's pretty good. I was so, actually kind of impressed. I'm looking forward to this brisket. So all right, so let's fucking uh, go on to the next thing that's on that card because it's gonna be who who'd you have on that? You have a Murray Screen. I you got have, I got Greg. Like, I got yeah, Greg. Greg. Right, yeah, for sure. By, by knockout. But I could definitely see a decision. I honestly think that Greg is going to win by knockout as well. I don't think that. I mean, if Maurice maybe can get him in the clinch and, like, maybe wrestle him. Uh, you know what? I will say Greg Hardy's wrestling is pretty good just because of the fact. I mean, in my head, I think you're a football player. You know how to get down low and kind of defend people trying to take you down and the shit. The lower man wins. You yeah. know what I mean? So, I mean, I'm sure he'll do very well. So, let's go on to Kevin Holland versus Mahmoud Muradov. Oh, that fight's actually been canceled. Muradov, not fight, been canceled, but Muradov had a withdraw. So now we got Kevin Holland versus Charlie Antaveros. Oh, for real? Yeah. That fight's not happening? Bam, 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 bam. News That's alert. That's so sad. You know why that, wait, when this happened? Uh, I want to say yesterday or today. Oh, wow, because I did not know that. And honestly, that would have been a I fucking good fight. I've seen it today, fight. but I do not know if it was... All processes. Uh, that guy, Mahmoud Muradov, that would have been a, such a good striking fight. They were, they're were they so good, honestly. I even seen Kevin Holland throw his name in the hat to fight. Um, Is it Mike Perry? <laughs> yeah, everyone knows what Mike Perry Bruh, does. Mike Perry versus Kevin Holland, because, that would uh, be a fucking good fight. Fucking Robbie Lawler pulled out. Yeah, Robbie Lawler, had, I think, got yeah. injured. Yeah. Had to pull out. So, Poor I honestly, man. fuck, man. I'm going to say Kevin Holland versus Mike Perry, that'd be a fucking banger. And honestly, Kevin Holland is so fresh in everyone's mind just because he's been being so relevant lately, fighting all the fucking time. But at 185 and 170, you know, these guys are at totally different weight classes. So. He can't go down on 170? No. He, he's been talking about he wants to, but he yeah. hasn't made the cut down yet. So Kevin Holland's fucking skinny already. Like, I can't see him going down to 170, Dude. honestly. That'd be insane. Well, he always weighs under um, the 185 limit. Oh, really? He pretty much just wakes up and... Goes. Doesn't drink water, you know. Oh, like, wow. I can see pretty much type in. shit. Yeah, yeah. So, um. Oh shit! So the co-main. Oh uh, my boy, Man. Andre, motherfucker, touchy feely. Your boy against my boy, my boy, and my boy, Bryce Mitchell, Doug Nasty. So we got my boy from Arkansas. I like to just kill <laughs> squirrels and, and make soup and uh, and just tie them up, you know? So, anyway, this guy, motherfucker, got some crazy grappling skills. I know I know you guys know about Bryce Mitchell. And if you don't, you got to look this guy up. I mean, this Second guy, submission finish ever in UFC. Uh, yeah, yeah cra- the rarest submission, twister. I mean, you don't see that shit too often, especially in the UFC. So, mm-hmm. uh, he has he's the owner of that. Um, he went at it with, uh, was it? Not Billy Quintillo. It was um, what's his fucking name? Fuck. What's his name? <laughs> Charles? Not Charles. Uh, Charles Rosa. Charles? Not Charles. Was it Charles Rosa? They fought was right. Was it Charles Rosa? That guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just so, almost yeah. got in the twist. And he too. also got almost got him. So I um, think it was Charles Rosa. I, his name, bro. I owe it that guy. Like I always forget his name. But I think it's Rosa though. And I want to sure. say it's Charles Rosa. I'm sorry, yeah, Charles sorry, Rosa, if you're listening bro, to this. So <laughs> I doubt it though. But anyway, uh, yeah, I got Bryce, dude. Honestly, um, just taking Philly down and just I'll just threatening him. all kinds of submissions. 
I'm not gonna lie on the feet. I think that Philly's gonna, or sorry, that Bryce will have a hard time with oh, the striking for sure. Because Philly, would, he's gonna land some big shots for sure. So I think his best chance is with the grappling. But I think Philly has a good chance with his grappling, like staying out of that, you know, and kind of using his range to get in and out, and just like maybe even using some of his takedown defense. Because I think he's the bigger man between the two, honestly. But but I I will say that. Bryce has a hell of a chance, and I even think he can win just with, like you said, the grappling and being able to get that submission or something that's, like, so unique to Andre Touchy-Feely that he's just like, yeah, man, I don't know about this. Yeah. I will say that nickname is just something else, though. Andre Touchy-Feely is just such a funny nickname, it's, man. It's pretty damn clever. It, yeah, I'll clever. give him that. It's pretty damn clever. Motherfucker's clever. So who do you have? You, so you think that Bryce Mitchell is going to win by submission? That's, your, that's what you're lacking in right now? Yeah. You know what? Fuck it. Lock it in. You know, right now, Bryce is sitting at a minus 155 favorite. Andre Feely at plus 125. So, for all my betting guys out there, taking a shot on Andre Feely is not that that crazy of a, you know. But, it, you know, yeah. this with fights uh, at those price tags, you know they're just close fights. So, mm-hmm. better beware, you know. So, yeah, but I got Bryce at a, at a, at a submission. Uh, winning, uh, winning this by submission. Fuck yeah! And then let's go on to the fucking main event of the Uriah Hall sending off. Consider or uh, one of the con- consensus goats, I guess you can say one of I the greatest. I'm the greatest of all time. Want to see middleweights of all time for sure. One of the he, greatest uh, middleweights, but he's one of the guys that got me into MMA originally. Definitely, Anderson Silva was like one of the top names that I first knew about. Mm-hmm. You know, and. uh Fuck, dude! If I, it's twenty twenty, and to be seeing him fight too, it's like crazy, you know. Like, man. So uh, Anderson's taking off after this one. That's it, no more. So, how do you see this fight going? So personally, I think this is gonna be a really good fight. I feel like it's gonna go to decision, or mm-hmm. or Uriah Hall will get a finish within the fourth round. But I don't know about that i will say i think anderson has a really good chance just because uriah hall is good he's really good you know what i mean but when it comes to someone that's a little bit funky and also has like the kickboxing background i thought he might have a little bit of trouble with it but then you know what i mean it's also that same dynamic where it's like fuck anderson is just a much older anderson with much slower reaction time and uriah hall is still pretty young like i mean he's older you know, but he's still at a good athletic peak right now where he could still have a great chance. But I'm going to give this one to, um, man. honestly, I'm going to go with Anderson. Fuck it. I'm going with Anderson just because I want to see this motherfucker go out with the victory. <laughs> honestly, what do you think, bro? The way their styles match up, it's a damn good fight to send him off with, yeah. you know, because he can definitely win this fight. Yes. So um, that gives him a good shot to to go off with a win. Um Ah, it's real tough. I think I'm going to have to go with uh, Silva. Just being the more experienced uh, fighter. Hasn't been finished. Well, at least not by like uh, by punches. Yep. Um, Probably since Weidman. Um, I want to say. So, yeah. After say that, so. I mean, it was just Injury, devastating injuries to, yeah. to him that, that made him lose fights or just decisions, you know. Um, So, I think the experience overall just... He may not be the quickest anymore or the sharpest or maybe even the strongest, but I 
I think that experience will will work for him. And um, Uriah Hall, I think, like Adesanya said this week, I think he just Ooh, excuse me. <laughs> he needs to be basic. He just needs to be ba- basic as fuck because you know Anderson is crafty. That's what he said. You know, and I agree. You know, Anderson can just pull some shit out of a hat and out just like, whoa, like yeah. even with a front kick or even with a spinning back fist or a fucking, but same thing with Uriah. Uriah likes to throw some crazy spinning shit and like he, he's flashy spike striker as well. So, um, uh, I, yeah, I got Silva, but, uh, by decision. Oh, okay. Oh, that'd be a good one. Honestly, going a five round decision when it's like, you're a little bit older too. is like. I'd be quite impressed with that. It's going to so. be a close fight, I think. Yeah, He's honestly. not going to skate away with a five-round win. It's going to be a damn close fight, I think. Nah, dude. Yeah, it has to be a good... Because just their styles, the way they match up, too, like you said. I just, see the first so. two rounds going Uriah's way, and then the, there's going to be a flip in momentum in the third round. Yep. And after that, Silva is just going to coast and just like... Boom, bing, 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 bing. Just piece them apart, I think. I, I just completely agree decision. with that. So let's just finish it off with this last fight that I just seen got booked not so long ago. Gonna be the Junior Dos Santos versus Cyril Gan. Cyril Gan was supposed to fight recently. My boy ended up getting booked against Junior Dos Santos, which is such a be- much better fight, honestly. Thank God. December twelfth, they got put on good got put onto the UFC two fifty six, and god damn man. So with this weekend, you said you got Silva. I got Silva too. Thank you guys for listening to this episode. I mean, fuck, there's not much else to talk about on this shit. We'll, talk, we'll hit you guys back up this uh this weekend, probably on a Sunday or something, when your boy's cutting up that motherfucking brisket, you know what I mean? Um, Yeah, I mean, just real quick, what's a, what's a fight you're looking forward to that's not on the main card? Oh, oh, shit, oh, shit. I forgot we didn't even go over them fucking prelims or anything like that. Let's see. All right, so for next week with uh, the Hall Silver card, on the prelims, let's see. We got Chris. Not going to try that. Against Alex Hernandez. Well, that should be a cool fight. All right. Alex Hernandez. Adrian Yanez. Grutze Matker. That's <laughs> Fuck, a good I, try, though. I fucked that up, I think. That, that was a good try. <laughs> Sean Strickland versus Jack Marshman. Cole Williams versus Jackson Witt. Dustin Jacoby versus Justin Ledette. Uh, Courtney Casey and then Miles Johns. I think Miles Johns versus Kevin not to be that. That should actually be a pretty good fight for Bantamweight. That's a good little um, sleeper fight to start the whole night off. Yeah, and then um, after that, I would say maybe the Dustin Jacoby fight because I like that guy, Dustin Jacoby, even though he's like a light heavyweight. He's a kickboxer that came out of glory, came back to try to fight MMA once again. He, he was, was like, once in the UFC and then got cut. Yeah, there you go. So he he, le- he left the glory. He, I think. He, yeah, he went to go pursue his kickboxing career. Won like three fights in one night mm-hmm. and um, won a tournament and shit. And yeah, so and he won a fight on uh, the contender series. So yeah, that's a, that's a pretty good fight. Justin Ledet, also another contender series guy. I think um, coming off. Fuck. Oh no, Justin Ledet is actually a sick ass veteran. If we ask. He's coming off three losses. Uh, he lost to Alexa Kmore. That was his last fight, 29th or 2020, January 18th. And then he lost to Johnny Walker, 15 seconds. <laughs> then he lost to Alexander Rakic by decision. And yeah, the last time he won was 2017 against he fought uh, Zhu Anyanwu. That's fucking. 
Rockhold versus Brown. Damn, that was yeah, a while ago uh, when David fuck, Banks was that Out of there. all of these fights, I'm, I want to say, yeah, the first fight, first fight of the night, Natividad versus Johns. That should be a banger. For sure. Because uh, Natividad was supposed to make his uh, debut and tested positive or some shit and didn't. So uh, I know he's a he's a scrapper. I know this is going to be a, good, a damn good fight. The Bantamweight division been looking so good lately, too, man. Yeah. So, and with that, bro, I mean... All, that's all for me. Follow me on Twitter, Instagram, Mr. Kenny with the two Y's at the end. Let's go. And if if you don't, follow me on Instagram at What a Trip Podcast. And then also Indigo Geo if you want to go follow my personal page or whatever. Go fucking subscribe on YouTube. Maybe fucking Spotify, Apple, whatever you choose to do. And yeah, have a good weekend, guys. We'll see you fucking Sunday or some shit. Hopefully, we'll hit you guys up within that episode pretty soon. And we out. Thanks, my boy, for being on. Yeah, no doubt, brother. Good night.